Welcome to Reyes on Astrology, and I'm your host, Raya Marshall, where I use the lens of traditional astrology and translate it for those living in modern times. The overall feeling of the week of November 7th through November 13th, 2022 is moments of releasing, purging, and letting go of what you have been holding on to for too long. The mind goes through a cleansing, getting rid of anything no longer serving it, and is able to have a new outlook on the story. Boundaries and love, connection and desire dissolve through the fantasy of what if and the connection to the ugly side of intimacy. This week is about reimagining life, love, and what it is you desire. To let go of the high expectations you may have and to just find peace in not knowing the outcome. To stop looking for that crystal ball with all the answers because that journey is often a one filled with false prophets and only ending with letdown. Hi everyone, welcome back. If you are a returning listener, welcome if this is your first time listening or you're new. Um, Just to get some stuff out of the way, I did want to mention that I um, recently set up sliding scale options for consultations with me um, on my scheduling page. So this is something that it starts at a fixed price and you can pay additional if you need to, but I, you know, I want to make astrology accessible to everyone. I know that astrology is a luxury and astrology is not something that is a necessity. And people are in different seasons of life and everyone, you know, has their own struggles or burdens. Sometimes it's financial. So I want to be able to help people out. I want to be able to make astrology accessible to people um, that necessarily wouldn't be able to afford it. I know that you know, astrology rates are really expensive and it's not something that everyone can always do. Um, I also wanted to mention too, if you join my Patreon, you get a discount code for an endless amount of um, consultations with me. So if you're paying for your subscription, you can schedule, you know, two readings in one month and still get the discount each time. Um, And this is something that you will have as you continue um, your subscription process on my Patreon. So I will link both my scheduling page in the show notes, and I will also link my Patreon if you're interested in joining. Um, I go a lot deeper into the astrology of the new and the full moons on my Patreon. I also do a monthly talk about varying astrological things. Um, This month for November, it was unpacking the Mars retrograde in the sign of Gemini um, deeper. And, uh, you know, that is available to my astro curious here. Um, And once again, you get a discount if you join Patreon. So let's just jump into the week. Um, On November 7th, we have the moon in Taurus. It's moving into its full moon, um, its full moon position. So, uh, you know, you might notice that some themes that are coming up um, on the 7th that are going to be kind of related to the 8th. So let's unpack November 8th. It's a full moon in Taurus. It happens at 8 p.m. Eastern time. Um, It's conjunct Uranus in Taurus retrograde. It's opposed Venus and Mercury in Scorpio. It's opposed the sun, of course, because that's what a full moon is. And it's square Saturn in Aquarius. And it's a total lunar eclipse, which means that the um, shadow of the earth is blocking out the moon when it should be 
at its fullest shining brightly. Um, you know, this full moon is complicated. There's a lot of moving parts and it seems like a lot of planets have stuff to say. It seems messy. This full moon to me, just the overall energy of it seems messy. Um, it can feel like a total breakdown, um, a liberation from self-destructive tendencies. Maybe you've had enough where you're like, I'm done with this. I'm done with you. I need to get rid of you, move on with my life. Uh, it might feel like a major purging as well, like a, just a giant release of something that has been cumbersome. On the contrary, it can also manifest as losing yourself in self self selfish indulgencies and desires um maybe slipping into old habit had eh, old habits old patterns um like i always say old habits die hard so um once again i'm doing the um thing a lot let's be mindful of that during this week's podcast so pay attention to you know, self-destructive tendencies, pay attention to habits, things like that. Pay attention, pay, pay attention to those self-soothing qualities that you have, those, those um, material pacifiers, you know. I'm also seeing this full moon as the death and decay of chivalry. It's a breakdown and release of your Im imagination of what love is. You know, what does true love mean to you? Are you holding up too many expectations for yourself or for your partners? We have to remember that when the moon is in Taurus, it's in a place of exaltation, it means it's put up on a pedestal, it's put high, it's seen as an honored guest. There's these grand expectations for the moon in Taurus, but sometimes our expectations are too high and when things are too high, they fall hard. We need to be mindful of, are we putting ourselves up on a pedestal? Are we considering ourselves to be this almighty powerful being are we considering other people to be almighty and powerful are we putting them up on a pedestal are we you know are our hopes and ambitions and our desires are those too high are we setting the standards too high i know that that sounds it sounds contradictive because we want to set our expectations high we want to you know we want to achieve a lot we want to aim for great success but sometimes it's too much and sometimes we need to like lower the bar a little bit and realize that not everything is as like it, not everything is as great as it needs to be. Sometimes things need to be mediocre, mediocre. Sometimes things need to be like, you know, just plain Jane. We don't have to have like these grand expectations of everything. And this goes with with astrology transits, too. It's like not everything is like catastrophic not everything's going to be a big grand explosion of change and and different things sometimes the change is mundane sometimes you notice the planets speak to you through small little everyday things and it's not always big events um so with the full moon you know i imagine that this ideal image of true love is dead Nothing is going to come to you without the work. And it's this moment of realizing what it really means to be in love with a person, with a thing. There are moments of joy, sorrow, arguments, disagreements. Um, and that goes for, you know, material things that you love, material things that you desire. 
love is not a constant. Love is not a fixed feeling. It, it goes through phases, just like the moon. It goes through periods of darkness. It goes through periods of joy and light and brightness. And it goes through periods of just blase and being, you know, growing into something or falling away from something. It's not always going to be roses and kisses. And sometimes it's going to involve hard situations. And that is the nature of love. And that is the nature of this full moon. Not everything is going to be pleasant. Not everything is going to be meet your expectations and meet your highest desires. You know, but that's the magic of love, desire, and relationships is being able to work through the mess and get to the beauty. Um, you know, the hard situations, sticking with it, but knowing when to let go of things that are just not worth the fight. So on November 9th, we have Mercury, Kazemi, the sun in the sign of Scorpio. This means that Mercury is going to be joining the, it's going to be in the heart of the sun. It's going to be disappearing and coming into um, a new phase. It's going to be appearing on the other side of the sun rather than um, right after the sun. So it's going to be appearing as a morning star um, eventually. It's going to take a little bit of time. Um, and this Mercury Kazemi will be squaring Saturn and Aquarius. So this is, like I was saying, a rebirth of mercurial things, rebirth of the mind, communication, reading, messages, travel, exchange, things like that. Um, it's a, it could be also a rebirth of curiosity as well, too. You might notice that um, after this Kazemi or during this Kazemi, new ideas, sudden clarity on a situation, something like that. Also, it could be like revisiting something that's already happened, um, maybe leaving something in the past that's already happened and being like, okay, let's just charge forward. We, we've revisited this situation. It's not going to work. Let's just move ahead. Um, some newer, some news or um new changes to the circumstances that are going on currently. Um, there might be, you know, Mercury Kazemi following a new moon or full moon in Taurus might be some big insight on some hard, difficult situations that you're dealing with. Um, new insight on what you need to like kind of stop focusing the mind on. November 10th, we have Venus and Scorpio trying Neptune retrograde in Pisces, a lovely little transit. You know, it will be uh, in the mix of the astrology of the week. Um, you know, it could be felt as playing into fantasies, kind of getting lost in um, sensual desires, something like that, getting lost in a movie, um, really fully embodying that world of imagination. Um, it can be seen as deep, sensual, and passionate. Uh, it's a great time for like just connecting with someone and having a sense of compassion for some sort of challenge or struggle that they're dealing with. And really, you know, it's, it, it's one of those situations where it's going to feel uncomfortable, but in the end, it's going to bring a deeper, more meaningful um, connection to the parties involved. Um, it could also feel like expanding the senses. Maybe you're going to step out of comfort zone and try something new. Um, or try something that, you know, generally isn't your taste, something like that. But it, it's the sense of like, okay, I'm going to start wearing red, even though I don't wear red, something like that. Um, you know, it's removing the boundaries, being vulnerable and open with something that has felt like a burden, 
or felt like uh, felt like the sense of, you know, being really uncomfortable. So it's kind of breaking down the walls a little bit um, and just opening opening up to different different opportunities. On November 12th, we have Mercury in Scorpio trying Neptune retrograde in Pisces. And you'll notice this theme going on where, um, you know, Venus, Sun, Mercury kind of all make similar aspects within a couple of days of each other. But Mercury in Scorpio trying Neptune retrograde in Pisces. This could feel like a reimagination, um, lighting the spark of creativity, something like that getting out of your own head and removing some sort of mental block. Remember the Mercury has just gone through the Kazemi of the sun. So it's leaving that burden behind. It's, it's, it's moving forward. It's gaining speed. It's cleansed. It feels refreshed. It had a nice shower. Um, that's kind of what I think of when I think of Kazemi. It's like when you feel really disgusting and you just take a shower and you're like, it's a complete reset of mind, body, spirit, things like that. So your dreams also may be um, prophetic around this time with this Mercury, Neptune, or those divine messages, things like spirit animals, angel numbers, or just coincidences that have a much deeper meaning or heightened. And you'll notice that um, kind of picking up this week. So pay attention to those messages that are coming through you know, don't, don't play into them too much. Cause not everything is always a sign or a symbol. Sometimes things just happen, but uh, you know, take the time to be aware of your surroundings, take the time to read into things a little bit more and find messages, um, to kind of guide you a little bit when you might feel lost or feel like you're floundering. Um, I know that a lot of people have kind of felt like that, like they're just like flopping around and they don't know what's happening. Um, and I think that that will be really helpful with this full moon and Taurus, um, you know, playing into that Mercury, Neptune, um, you know, having some sort of connection with the gods and, and realizing that they kind of got your back on this. On November 13th, the, um, we have Venus and Scorpio, sextile Pluto and Capricorn. It's a great little transit. Um, you know, it's not going to be, it's not going to be felt forever, but, um, it's this energy of the God of the underworld is letting us know to give into sensual, ple sexual pleasures, animal instincts, and hidden desires. It's opening the shadows of love, of pleasure, of desire, of material um, security, and and kind of showing us like, okay, sometimes we need to play into the shadows of that side. Sometimes it's okay to be in the shadows. Sometimes it's okay to play into something that's, you know, been, been weighing on you heavy and you need to kind of give into that animal instinct of it. You know, what have you been hiding from? Are there some ugly or undesirable connections you have been avoiding? Something like that. I can think of um, confronting someone that has been, you know, talking smack behind your back, something like that, or confronting something that has been in the corners of your mind that you're not always aware of. Um, I could see like, you know, working out some toxic um, connections that you may have, 
you know, gaining your power over those connections and being like, you no longer serve me, I'm releasing you type of thing. Um, Or just being aware of destructive tendencies when it comes to indulgent pleasures, when it comes to drinking, smoking, gambling, watching too much TV, sex, things like that. It's, 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 um, you know, it's, it's becoming aware of those destructive tendencies that we all have. It's becoming aware of why do I do this? You know, is it something for material comfort? Is it something for emotional comfort? It's empowering the warrior goddess in all of us. Um, and like this desire to like the slow progression of overcoming something. So I'm going to get a little bit uh, visual now. So if you don't want to listen, then just stop now because we're towards the end of the podcast. So you can totally shut off if you don't want. But with this transit, I picture the gore of birth. Um, If you've ever experienced birth personally or like secondhand, it is incredibly messy. It is incredibly ugly. It is incredibly primal but it leads to this beautiful creation of life. It involves this complete purging and shedding of one's internal body. Pretty much. Um, it, like you're, you're, when you're giving birth, you almost go into this trance where you just don't, you're not aware of the world around you. And you just, you're, you're playing into this like divine feminine power that women have where you know, they are the bringers of life. You know, they, they help create life with men, but they are the ones that bring life into this world. And they are the ones that have to go into, you know, the pain of labor and the pain of suffering and the pain of bleeding and purging and pushing to bring this new life, to bring this new creation into the world. So it's that side of, stepping into something that is painful and uncomfortable and dealing with the shadows of it and dealing with the ugly and the mess to, to bring something new into this life, to come out with a beautiful gift. You know, I see it as Venus going into the underworld and coming back with a beautiful gift. I see, I see it as a very empowering time and I see it as directly tied to the full moon, of course, because that's what this whole entire week is really about is this full moon eclipse. So that's what I have for this week. It's going to instill anxiety as I'm recording this. I'm recording it ahead of time. I already have lunar eclipse, full moon and Taurus anxiety. I just do. I'm not going to lie about it. So when you feel anxious, reach out to a friend. When you feel anxious, take some deep breaths. When you feel anxious, don't go to those normal vices. Don't go into the shadows of the mind and be like the what ifs. This is going to happen. I know it. You know, talk to someone, talk it out, or just sit and meditate and think about it. Um, Because the gods speak through that way as well, too. Go for a walk, something like that. So this is what I have for this week. I hope you all have a wonderful week, and we will see you on the other side of the eclipse. Bye.